Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and super happy to have your company today for episode one. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at the state of the nation. Where are we at with our collections, particularly as we make our way through what is probably the worst year on record 2020? We then jump into reading, watching, playing. And a new topic for me, I haven't done this one before, but the guys have, what would you rather? Or as I should say, would you rather? I just put the what in, I don't know why. (laughs) But anyway, joining me today in the Toy Power Studio, we've got Ben, Frank, and Darren. Hello, one and all. And let's kick it off with State of the Nation. State of the Nation. I really don't need to do the intro and then we have an intro. I just... Well, you, you just played the intro. Me for the intro. I know. I, why do I do the intro? Because it gives you something to do. I know. I just feel right. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to get back to basics, right? You've got the intro. You do the intro. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, it's, it, it is 2020. We all know what a, what a shitstorm this year has been. <laughs> um, yeah. We're not going to dwell on that. But what what's happening? What's happening with collections? And I, I can kick this one off yeah. because I've probably got the, the big news. Now... Just before we started recording this, we have talked about the Trent total and utter cessation of collecting, stopping collecting. No, you know, no questions asked, except for, you know, what I never collected that line of Star Trek Playmates action figures, <laughs> and there's another 150 figures. So that 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 has been my loose definition of total cessation in the past. Um, if you're going to do a cessation, you want to do it the Trent Do it the Trent way. Come to me for approval. <laughs> if your wife's telling you to stop, your significant other is saying no more toys, let me write the paperwork. I'll draw you up the Trent <laughs> cessation contract. Sign here. It'll allow you to collect whatever you want. Okay, so... Um, no, but, but in all seriousness, um, you know, my space issues have come to a head. And, and I've been trying to stop, trying to kind of put a lid on it, and... I think I finally achieved the the cessation that I've been looking for. So no new toys. Things are still arriving, as we know. Mm. Um, but no new purchases, nothing. Like nothing on the toy front. I had this sort of principle that I was like, okay, I'm going to start selling a lot of stuff. And I did. Sold up quite a bit of stuff. And then I was like, you know, I've got a bit of extra funds. I can put those into the toys. Totally gone. So it's just totally <laughs> no more no more funding toys with other toys. It's right. just selling and reducing and getting it to a, a manageable place where I can get into my room and kind of enjoy it. So that's... Could you not, with the toys you're selling, buy another house? Like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> build, build, well, build another house out of those exactly. toys. <laughs> Potentially, that's, that's part of it. I've often thought about, you know, building on extending just building even a room mm. but it, it just it seems cost prohibitive yeah. in a sense like extending is very expensive one room is very expensive it just doesn't my counting brain doesn't let it stack up sure. 
I, I'd almost, if I could get away with it, dump a shipping container in my backyard and turn that into a room. But that I just won't get that above the boss. Um, so I think, and and it's been really what this has been really a hard decision because there's a lot of lines that I love collecting, um, and and it really makes you think about what happens if you just can't get that new thing. But the other thing it's done is it's just been very therapeutic to not have to kind of worry about chasing that last Mm. thing, um, worry about the sellouts, worry about where I'm going to get this thing. I'm sort of mentally clear and I can kind of enjoy my collection for what it is and the time period it represents as a collection of, you know, up to this point in the modern toys. This is sort of its its end cap. So, you know, like today, I've been doing a lot less, you know, COVID's one thing that's impacted me as well, but I've been doing a lot less going to toy stores and looking around and a lot less browsing Mm. online. And, you know, I still do it. I'm still interested and I still want to, you know, know what's going on for, for the podcast and everything. But today I went in and there was a new shipment. So I went into the, Ooh, the, the first stores. Real yeah, test. it's like a real test because it's there yeah. in front of me. You know, yeah. like I, I don't need to go and place an order. Which store? I went to City Maya. I went to two stores, in fact, the Toy World, um, in the Maya Center and the Maya Proper Toy Department, and they'd released the new Star Wars Black Series figures with the new packaging. So basically, and they started renumbering them. There was Darth Vader. There was you know one of the Ewoks. There was Luke in his X-Wing outfit or Snowspeeder outfit um, and a few other things. And there was a new wave, the Strongman wave of Marvel Legends. And I picked up the Darth Vader from Black and I'm like, you know, it's a beautiful figure, mm. but I'm just going to enjoy looking at it, you know, and then I'm going to... Picked it, it up and you shelf. put it back down. So it was... Wow. And, it, and it, felt, it felt good. Like it felt I wasn't, you know, missing out on something because I've got, you know, like a, probably 50 Darth Vaders uh, <laughs> in my exactly. collection back at home. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was just it's just a really I feel like I'm in a good a good place. Cool. The the big test and I and and and, I, and this is where the fine print comes in and in total cessation. There, there's going to be a moment where Necker release Baxter, Something. you know, yeah. ba- Baxter yeah. Stockton, right? Like that as an example. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to have to work out, okay, that, you know, as a thing, is there a way I can kind of bring that into the collection without, you know, ruining things and and breaking it up or and maybe the answer is just leave it you know leave it sell some things a couple of years down the track pick that up on the secondary market that's that's mm, an option yeah. i've got in my head um because as i sell stuff you know who cares if it goes up 200 percent, 300 percent? i can afford later on with, with the stuff the i'm selling yeah, yeah to 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 get it anyway so it'll be interesting to see with some of those items how that affects me but for the broad stuff like you know if i was collecting Star Wars Black or if I was collecting Power Rangers or if I was collecting thinking about collecting Masters of the Universe Origins all that stuff is just an easy off the table and it's going to just be you know Baxter I've always wanted that Fred Wolf version of Baxter so they're the things that are kind of going to test my resolve in this in this new place but hey that's what this is all about right wow yeah so but you know feeling good and it was interesting on the Discord in the last week there, it started off with a few of the guys sort of saying, I just feel like I have to keep up. Yep. And, and this whole, the whole way the model is working with the pre-orders and the make it exclusive, you know, the Mosasaurus that Ben talked about in the last episode, it felt 
like if you were going to get it, you had to pay gotta big money. You got to get it now, and then mm. you know if you wait three months or six months, oh, there it is, fifty dollars Amazon Prime. So there is this tension between the the toy companies wanting to make you feel like these things are limited, and you got to act now to get yeah, it them. Promotes impulse buying. Impulse yeah. buying. Got to jump on because if I don't jump on now, I might not get it. So yeah, for me. For the Discord, that sentiment was really coming across and people were questioning, you know, why they were doing this. Did they want to be doing it? And mm. I think that's a really brave thing to to think about and reflect on. Um, and it's certainly something I know with Trenton Barrett on the Discord and, and offline, I've talked to, to Trent a lot about that and how we feel about that and how we feel about the psychology of it mm. um, and how, you know, is it a compulsion? Is it an addiction? What are all the, the, the sort of psychological things that are going along with that trying to unpack that so i feel like i've been on that journey and i feel like i've come out in a place where i'm feeling happy where the collection's at and happy in myself with how i'm approaching it and now it's time to to clean it up and 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 maybe have a room like frank which is nice and ben you know curated open the figures is that what you're saying well you get well you can get into your room and we'll go around and we'll help you do that well take us a week and i tell you what it's 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 the backup i have in my toolkit to reduce reducing space is, is to just open a couple of lines you know open a couple of big lines get them out obviously not vintage stuff yes but but modern stuff crank it open it takes a lot less room when it's out of the box and when it's in the box. so The only caveat I'll say with that is you're the sort of guy who's like the rest of us. You're going to want to keep some of that lovely packaging that in itself takes room. I cannot tell you how many large-scale yeah. tubs I have in the garage yep. that are just full of essentially cardboard. And, and Ali, every time we shuffle things around, Ali, quit, do we need all this? And I'm like, I, I know why you're saying this. And in my head, I should be saying, no, we don't need it. But I can't bring myself to just throw it out sort yep. of thing so there is that component of it as well cool going back to your example Trent it's been a big year for you with all the Lego Masters stuff um, earlier in the year and then you um, basically quit your job and said no I'm going to have a, the year of Trent and you know um, being unemployed for a, a large period there so it's really interesting that you've I mean we've, we've known you a bit of time we sort of I won't say we saw this coming but with like this this can't go on the way it was it was going on. So you know, good on you for for coming to what would be a, a very tough decision, no doubt. Um, and yeah, uh, that's the thing when when Necker or someone release something that you go, oh, I want that. That's that's going to be a real test. It so, is, and, and 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 as Darren, who's probably known me for the longest in this room jokes about the cessation and, and maybe the, the 20 odd cessations I've said I've had and, and probably as anyone yeah, well, that's tried to say quit that, I, I look at them with respect yeah I, I admire <laughs> for that three seconds <laughs> you were a dedicated man <laughs> yeah that's exactly right I, I admire the way you find your way back to toys and no it's a good good kind of cessation to have but seriously man you know everyone's hitting the nail on the head once it stops being fun mm. why are you doing it if you're stressing yourself, yeah, right? that's, that's I mean, right. It's I mean, causing it's troubles at home, fun. and it's meant to be a love of character and 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 the pursuit, the pursuit of joy. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And being that, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and and it will be interesting to see how I do approach. Like the Baxter's the perfect example for yeah. me. Some of the stuff, maybe you know, I've got three way three waves of the turtles. You know, when Super Seven released the mm. fourth wave, how does that work? But I think 
nothing is unachievable to come back to. Yep. And I think sometimes Definitely. time is a really good giver of perspective. So, yeah. You know, there's I a imagine you're already measuring up um, Callum and Robbie's bedrooms um, and sort of encouraging them to start thinking about when they move out. So y- yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what four-year-olds can move out, can't they, Darren? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're, they're old enough. Um, but but a lot of you know, even uh, I think John Caulfield hit the nail on the head with this. He's like, by the time something arrives that I've pre-ordered, fifty percent of the stuff I don't actually want anymore, yeah. and I just move it straight on. That's fascinating. Mm. That's just yeah. in the space of pre-order to arrival. So I, I'm it, part of me would be quite happy to leave stuff that I really want because time will be a good determining factor of how much I then want that and am I prepared to go back and get it and I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that embracing that sure it might cost a lot more sure it might go up ridiculously but then how much do you want it and it and it's it's that question you have decision. to go through but, but it could go the other way you look at how you know you look at Marvel Legends because that's what we're staring at in the room you look at the Toy Biz Marvel Legends they were the be all and end all of toys at the time and then Hasbro's come along and pretty much reproduced every single character and you line them up you line up your toy biz versus your uh, Hasbro versions with the face tech technology yeah. and yep. the uh, less articulation but better articulation points mm. and things like that better paint apps the movie verse all that sort of thing so therefore the original toy biz Marvel Legends go down in price and the Hasbro ones stay mm. up and then what's to say in 10 years time there's a another predecessor to the you know to yeah. make the Hasbro ones less want, wanted than the, yeah, the it's, ones it's, that, yeah it's an unknown yeah, it's exactly. a market at least a 50-50% chance of that because we all know Marvel's not going to go anywhere Correct. it's going to be on toy shelves yeah. for that length of time and then some so yeah. mm. and you expect technology to get better not worse yep mm. very interesting but, so, sorry, Darren, what you going to say? I was just going to ask Trent a couple of questions. So, wh- where does that leave you with things like the NECA Turtles line? You mentioned Baxter. Does this mean that you're officially out of those lines? Or? Yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, yep, yeah, all done. The movie lines and all that sort of... Yeah, look, and, and I've caveated it. I've said it's going to be hard. Like, there'll be an April figure that comes out. Judith Hogue April. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's tough because I've got, you know, pretty much everything in that line, maybe bar a Tatsu... Yep. Yeah, everything else is pre-ordered, so it'll come. But um, and, and what about Super 7 Turtles? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Gone. Done. It's all yeah, done. Yeah. Complete cessation. <laughs> so they're, they're the, that's what I'm saying. They're the hard. Hey, what you, man? Yeah. They're, they're, they're hard, and, and that'll be a, a test. Um, and and I'll, I'll give an update, see how we, we go with that. But yeah, look, that that's the stuff that maybe in two years when I've cleared a lot of the stuff out and I've got room for it, I can go back and... and and like like Frank said, with the hundred thousand dollars I've got in my bank from moving <laughs> moving all that stuff along, yeah, it should be easy to pick up a couple of couple of waves of Super Seven figures. So Absolutely. to so to clarify, it's not that you've lost the passion for toys; it's more the the storage and it's, financial implications. It's or? it's the room, the room, and yeah. and, and you can't be, you can't enjoy your room. When can't enjoy you the can't room. Be in there, so sure. to speak. It, yeah. it's, it's a mess. There's too much stuff, and I've got to be respectful of Leanne and and my family sure. that really we i'd agreed to have one room where it would all be maintained and it's and it's spilled out into the house and that that's that's not fair on them so um i I need to get that under control passionate still you know i'd I'd love to get all those things and and i I can afford those things but Mm. it's 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 not right to keep hoarding stuff and and just just building up this massive it's the kind of conversation you and i've had many times over the last few years trent 
you can you will always be a fan no one can take the fanboy out out of the conversation you know you always love these characters you always love this stuff that to me is far more long lasting than any physical item yeah that's right that's right and and i can still enjoy the pursuit the images you guys you know getting stuff so that all that stuff is still infinitely enjoyable for me um i just don't necessarily need to have it myself you know stockpiled in a yeah. in a mess of a room well i think what this also means is that you're going to have to come up with a multitude of different ways how to say zero when we do later scores because we're going to whip around the room and get to you and you'll be like no pass maybe i can Sorry. do it in different language well, you know the, the funny uh, the funny thing is like i guess you know like i awarded this is i'm not joking here it's it's over two years ago and it might even be close to three years i ordered a hot toys uh i think it was the the justice league version of superman mm. so in the brighter blue the the, uh, the henry cavill yeah. look and and i think I, I kept following up pop culture going where is yeah. this it's been it's literally been two two and a half wow. years since i ordered it and fi- and they said oh yep it's coming in october so I, i'm gonna have stuff that that i'll be getting you'll in, be getting in a year's stuff. time yeah, because yeah. just the pre-order windows of yeah. how long things take to come through so i think yeah. it'll be a problem that will be a fair way away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Latest scores are still looking solid for a oh, year yeah. plus. Definitely. Mm, definitely. Uh, for me, I'm still holding my guns. I'm not going to be into uh, Master of the Universe um, Origins. Uh, and, uh, just be, just, and that goes down to the fact of room. I just don't have the space. I've got the vintage line. The classics line is my be-all and end-all of the, uh, you know, that genre i think that's an amazing uh line and i just they're too close to the vintage like i mean so yeah it's cool they've got a bit of an extra articulation but they've got things, retro but, play man uh, whatever. retro play action, and, and i just the... i just <laughs> I, i'm just even trying to chase jurassic world toys for my kids yeah. trying to chase the odd godzilla toy at retail i just can never find i can't even still to this day find a damn hot you know ninja turtles van oh, that was, i haven't seen yeah. one yeah. you know I i've never seen the You're um the never seen the uh wind raider hot wheels uh no. toy nope. either which uh frustrates me so i can just imagine and i'm hearing so many stories on facebook in the u.s of people trying to hunt down the gi joes the uh ninja the turtles stuff, yeah. the um uh you know the masters things like retail Bricks and mortar retail is not set up like it used to be, and I just don't have that uh, patience anymore mm. for constantly being let down. I'm yep, almost hard. rather hit, hit, go and hit the vintage lines because I know, you know, there's a, there's an end to that mm. sort of thing. Um, a shout out to Chris Fresh who recently imported his uh, orange. Oh, he was toys. so excited, man. He was good yeah. on him. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, you know. And if they, and if you know, they have the trouble that we're anticipating that they will at retail if they do come to Australia. He's you know knows that he's already got them. So he's you know, big yeah. big thumbs up. And if he gets another set, he's he can crack one open and know he's got one carded, so to speak. So, so I have a question for you, Ben, on yep. Origins. Yep. Would you get? A single, if you're in the pegs, yep. you walk into a store, there they are, He-Man and Skeletor. You know, I've thought about this yep. and, I, and I originally said I would, mm. right, to do my He-Man and Skeletor. But, and you know what? If they're, let's say, 20 bucks, right, I would turn around and say to my daughters, if I buy this for you, would you play with it? 
and and sort of lean them towards the fact that they can take their arms off, they can change, because I think that playability, mm, they will be more interested in that action featureness of swapping their heads around and, you know, like coming up with wacky, look, He-Man's got a blue arms and blue legs and things, yep. Yep. than just playing the whole... Um, Dungeons and Tra- Dragons aspect of you know mystic swords and sorcery type yep. thing, I think I think that is lost on them. And as much as I push them to say, come and play with Daddy's you know toys and look <laughs> how much I love them, uh, they just I don't want to push them too hard yeah, because yeah, I can see sense. they don't like it. They are more interested in Shira and the horse because it's a unicorn, yep, right? Yep. They are much more interested in that. I've tried pushing them battle armor, He Man, you know, look, <laughs> you can flip him around his chest, don't care, and and that's cool. Yeah. Right, I don't yeah. want to be that guy that you have to like this because I like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. and definitely. I think that's terrific. Yeah. You're letting them find their own way, yeah. and their own path. Yeah, so I think, and like. I, and knowing me, if I get him and Skeletor, I want a scare glow, and then I'm like, oh look how that's... cool that character that never was never released is, and and you're you know, sort of in, the and then I'm I'm then in, and then I'm like. Why? Why did I get one to start with? You know, as soon as you get one, you want two, then you want three. S- sounding like a very Dino Rider story. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that and that leads me to my other story, right? So it might have been where he learnt the lesson. Love, <laughs> loving my Dino Riders at the moment, I've actually dedicated a second shelf to them. Uh, so I've got two shelves, no more, just two. But the problem with my Dino Riders is I've ordered two back around when I had uh, my birthday back in the end of July. So I had some um, extra cash to, you know, thought I'll buy my a birthday present got mm. some money for birthday and things and i'm like yep cool but the problem is i'm still waiting for them to be you know transported across the ocean yeah. like and that's the frustrating thing and luckily i did them both on ebay so i can be like you know guys can you give me an update like because i'm not seeing this moving and things and if it goes to that 90 you know let's say 80 days and i still yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask them for a refund and go down that route and you know given my word that i will refund them if it does turn up eventually Mm. but i i've got other packages that i've bought off instagram i know um you know i know it's a bit of a sour point but uh, john clawfield sent us all a care package back in like may right as a guys you're you know he, he um you're a legend i love you guys you know here's a cool little package that i we none of us know what's in was in there mm. but that's been you know three maybe clo- coming up four months and still has not arrived and i've got nothing you know there's no way to to track it mm. anymore and very sad so and um you know whether that's covid implications because the high rate of uh you know boxes and things mm. traveling around the world and stuff but it just it it hurts so um i just with ebay i want to go through the right channels because I'm, uh, you know, some of my parcels are taking a lot longer than they should have, uh, and yeah. it's uh, frustrating. So, yeah, yeah, yes. But I'm very much looking forward to Brett's fair. Uh, yeah, yes. Bring it on. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> End on a uh, positive. Yeah. So uh, for me, look, I've uh, I hear the the complaints we were talking about with uh, that need to or that desire to pre-order and then. You know, uh, John. John's exactly right. I, I've done that many a time. Where you go, oh, I'm in on this thing, and I'm one of the first hundred people to do it. Yay! And then three months later, it rocks up, and you're like, oh, there's that thing. I'm just going to leave it in the box. You don't even open it, like to you know what's in it. Yep. You don't even open the, the the shipping box for a while, and and at that point, you really start to question why you do these things. 
Look, I've, I've rearranged my room a number of times. The guys here will tell you that, that what was what is now Marvel Legends used to be all Transformers and that's all gone. And um, I'm at the point where I've now got two free shelves. And back in the day, I would do that knowing I had other stuff in tubs ready to go. Let's get the Thundercats out or whatever it is. I don't have that anymore. And so... I was very proud of myself with the fact that I'd rearranged stuff and I've got these two pristine empty shelves and I'm like, they've been like that for a couple of weeks now and I haven't got anything to put there. Now, put that in with the fact that there's all this pre-order stuff we're talking about. There's all the, the Super 7 Turtles that I'm down for. There's the, the more Necker stuff that's coming. I have I try to do like, this is my Turtles wall. This is my, my Marvel wall. This is, you know, and... I'm finding it's hard, particularly with the turtle stuff. There's more and more of that sort of turtle stuff coming out and it's going to start to spill over and that kind of hurts my OCD a little bit. Um, so I'm kind of struggling with that. Uh, financially as well, having a little Jack who is, you know, not costing me that much money at the moment, but he's going to eventually, you know, start wanting his own toys when he can learn to point at things. and, and that. So that's sort of in the back of my head as well. Uh, we've been fortunate, both me and my wife have still, you know, been able to work fully from home. We haven't been um, hit on that front, so that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I'm, if I'm honest, I'm feeling a little bit burnt out, to, to be fair. I, I see Marvel Legends is, is a classic one. You see these, you know, to your, your point, Trent, about that strong guy wave, I would be in trouble if I saw that in, yep. in hand. Now, Objectively, I look at it and go, oh, I want a pirate Deadpool 4 and some of those ridiculous figures in that wave. But to see it in front of me and there's that thing of, well, if I this is the last one on the shelf, I need to buy it sort of thing. And yet I don't care about the characters. So I'm really trying to... And that's the thing about retail. If you do see it on the shelf, it will be the last one. Yeah, <laughs> it is. If you see yep. it at all. Like... <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, so I've I won't say I've I've gone full stop on on toys, but I'm I'm feeling the pinch of having lots of stuff, lots of money that's left my account and not a lot Nothing. to show for yep. it, sort of thing. So there's a few things I'm really excited about the the Tocker and Razor and the Super Shredder, oh, for yeah. example. Yep. When they come, oh, I won't be able to rip those open fast enough. But and this I know this is this is not a shot at Sam, but I've had a a, a whole wave. I've never bought an entire wave case fresh in my life until the age of apocalypse wave now anyone who knows the marvel legends knows that's a pretty old wave by today's standards and i've you know bought and paid for it with their friend sam at nerds paradise still haven't got it now he's in fairness to him he's been keeping me in touch with it going this is where it is has issues getting it out of the u.s it's in australia it's been sitting in australia post for the last nearly two weeks now um, so it's not his fault and I totally get that and he's been really good about it but that finally will get here and I'm just going to go oh that thing yep. like I'm just I'm almost not excited by it yeah yeah I get that yeah so yep. yeah um, I'm really struggling and also to what Ben was saying Brett's fair I can't wait because I want to move on yeah. these Transformers suddenly have a bit of cash and you know what I'm leaning a bit like Ben more and more to going do you know what I might start ticking off some of that that vintage stuff that I've been eyeing off for ages because this having to keep up with the Joneses as it were is is slowly killing me I think yep what about yourself Darren where are you at buddy so I've um I've for the last few years I've been 
much more cautious with my spending and and collecting than what I used to be. Um, much more targeted, I guess, is is the term that I'd use. I would have traditionally bought the Playmates Rise of TMNT line, even if I didn't, even if the cartoon didn't gel with me, just because it's a it's a Turtles line, and for completeness, I I, I would have gone down that path. I didn't. I don't regret that. At, at all at this point in time whether or not I do later in life be nice but at the moment I don't you'll be able to pick and, it up on Gumtree real cheap in about six months like yeah that's pretty <laughs> true too and um, you know so I'm, I'm more about there are a few exceptions and, and I'll talk about those in a sec but I'm more about sort of continuing down the path that I've already started so the Necker Turtle stuff I really want to do that justice and I want to flesh that out and stick with that because I feel that's, that's going somewhere but I also feel that's finite. It can't last forever because, mm. you know, they, they've talked about where they want to take that. And, and, you know, we talk about, you know, the three films. Randy's been very open and honest about not wanting to do the third. So that, that feels really finite, you know. The Fred Wolf cartoon stuff, what we what they've already done and what they've announced, that feels reasonably finite as well. Um, so I want to continue down that, that path and see that to fruition. The same with the Super 7 turtles i'm really excited about that i opted not to collect the hasbro um ghostbusters stuff that's gone out um so far i, I did get the real ghostbusters kind of reissues that that's sort of my ghostbusters um tribute from from this year's offerings i haven't got any any of the newer stuff they look terrific so it's not a shot at them i just feel that i've had to cherry pick where i go so where are you at with origins then we well, everybody knows well, for those who, who might be new listeners darren is a a bit of a masters fan so uh, these ben, are ben gave his opinion on it where are you at um new lines slash properties go um they are the masters of the universe um origins and the um masterverse stuff that that mattel have discussed mm, and they are the um Necker, Back to the Future, and Defenders of the Earth. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not even going to get the boys. Yeah, see, I'm not uh, sure about the boys because my wife will probably say, but she's she's better than I am at uh, saying yeah. no to things. So. <laughs> and and yeah. I love that show. So that's not a yeah. No, this is... Probably not going to yeah. get it. It's a really... this is a, The boys is a really fascinating one because I'm going to see those figures and go, wow, they look amazing. Yeah. They're Necker. They look so good. But and as much as I love the boys and I love the show, in five, ten years when that's done, forgotten, a lot of those lines like the boys, they don't resonate for the length of something like a Masters or something that we had as our you know turtles yeah. that we had as our childhood. It's one of those lines historically that I look back on and I go, why did I need to get that? Like the perfect example is Stranger Things. Stranger Things yeah. comes on, you know, it's a great show and I love it, and I get the toys. Now I go, do I, do I need Stranger Things toys in my collection? Do I want that? Would I rather have had those 10 Stranger Things toys or 10 Necker Turtles like Baxter? Like, you know, so now that I'm making these decisions, yeah. mm. it clears my head and I go, it was a, it was a, a poor so decision. It's much more refined. Much yeah, more it's, re- it's that refinement. And, and that's exactly where I think the boys is. is it's, it's a brilliant line and it's great at the time, yeah. but it doesn't have that, that can, and it's interesting that you've identified that, Darren, with this decision now that you're making and how yep. you connect to what you get. You've gone Defenders of the Earth, tick. Back to the Future, tick, because of the historic 
connection yeah, to that property. Knows that Back to the Future was the line I want. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tick. Never made. Boys, great show. Love it. Great figures, presumably. Tick. But it doesn't have that staying power. So do you think then, though, you end up with a room that is just all the same lines if that makes sense yeah. like I feel like I think so because you know we, so. we see yeah. pictures that's where it goes for me yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's where the collection goes it goes with it's almost the greatest hits album yeah. of, of your top whatever properties they might be so Masters is there um, Batman and DC is there Turtles is there mm. over and over um, to the point of saturation for some people um, and, and there are a few exceptions to that you know what uh, you know, Star Wars Black Series being for me like the the um, exception because it's it's the only Star Wars line I actively collect and and you know I haven't bought any any Star Wars figures really since um, prior to that since um, the late nineties. So so St- Black Series becomes an exception, and then there are things like Back to the Future and some of those smaller lines that are a bit more one off, Toxic Crusaders that sort of thing. But <laughs> it's a lot of exceptions. Darren lines go. <laughs> It's those holy grail greatest hits. These define my childhood. I, I feel you, Darren, because like being such a fan of so many different pop- properties, and if you came into my room, you're like, oh, yeah, they're cool. There's Supernaturals and underneath the Skeleton Warriors, and then on across the other side of the room, you've got Gremlins, and mm. now my uh, famous, uh, you know, Rulon Dino Riders and things, <laughs> and I've got a pocket of uh, Sin City and Transformers and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You know, you I just, I just, I'd love to have more masterpiece Transformers. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have loved to back the Sectors, yeah. you know, mod, toys. yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. line. I would, would have loved to, you know, go deep and buy some more, um, ba- you know, Laser Beast Battle Beasts and or save up and buy a Battle Beast playset and things. But like, I need to be careful because I yeah. can just go silly. And just get these little, even if it just get, oh, look, I just added one more piece there, one more piece there, yeah. one more piece there. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, that wing of my room now is full. That, wing. that, 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 that <laughs> corner over there is now chock-a-block that you can't, yeah. you know, I don't have room to put that shelf anymore of whatever yeah. because I don't have room. And it, that's, I, 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 that's what I like Very about sweet. Frank's room. It's just, it's, it's very, you've got maybe what, six, six different toy lines in here. And yeah. I just think that's, perfect Clean. you know it's yep. perfect it's when you know you come into my room it's like oh it's almost too full uh, i'm i've been struggling with that for years now and mm. i'm I, i'm you know there's no end in sight you that i well though every time you, you you feel that you're getting into a bit of that then you know you rearrange it and, yeah and you drill it down and yeah. and you maximize your space um, yeah. and maximize your display yeah. capabilities you know, hats off to you the Thank way you. you're able Thank to visualize it in your head yeah. and then go and make it happen. Hmm. But it kills me not to sub on Super Seven Turtles. Like when those guys finally hit your shelves, damn me if I'm going to be so jealous. Like, uh, <laughs> and it's 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 you know, it's just because that was one of the things I'm like, I just can't be in for this hundred deep toy line. Yeah, I get that. You know, I can just see it. You know, you've got to draw the line somewhere yeah. mentality. Because I went, I went, and I, I, I experienced it with classics. I loved it. I, I was frustrated when the frustrating times hit. I loved it when it was at its peak and everything. But uh, that was uh, my big wave of, you know, yep. learn, learning. My big mm. learning curve of collecting a line from start to finish. 
And uh, I, I just can't do that again. Well, <laughs> see, just... that's, that's the opposite for yeah. me because as I've spoken yeah. about many a time, Classics is the one where I go, and I remember when it when those first, you know, prototypes were out and I was like, <gasps> and, no, and I passed for whatever reason it was at the time because it was a long time ago time, now. You just come off the 2000X stuff and you thought you didn't want to start another Masters line that wouldn't take off. Did I even know you back then, Darren? Like, that's that was a long time ago. You told me that when Classic started, but that's what you told me when we first Oh, uh, look, you. maybe. I, I can't even he remember. He heard you say Masters, and he just <laughs> put his head, you know, head against the door and listened to the guy that was talking about Masters. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the glass cup yeah, you know, on the wall. There's a toy room in that house. Yeah, yeah. And he's been stalking me for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, and, and now, yeah, to your point, Ben, this Turtles is, you know, my, my number one, and that this line has the potential to do all those classic figures all over again uh i'm in for that origins is probably still the one i'm i'm really on the fence about like i'm i'm a sucker for articulation and i've always said i love the master stuff but this straight up and down arm thing just it annoys me uh being able to pose uh, no matter how similar it looks to the originals not being able to pose stuff in a bit of a, a battle scene that really sort of excites me um I guess I've got a couple of empty shelves now, as we've <laughs> spoken about. So maybe, maybe that will happen. But yeah, interesting, interesting times ahead. Yeah, definitely. All righty, we might move on to our next segment. You're not going to intro it. No, nah, I'm not. I'm just going to let you go. <laughs> That's it. watching play. How do you get your voice to sound so good? Oh, it's uh, Is that... a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I wish my voice would echo like that. Um, all right, so Frank, we'll start with you. What are you yeah. doing at the moment? So I'm doing something that I suspect a lot of people around the country have been doing. Uh, re-watching The Boys Season 1 in preparation for the Season 2 drop that I believe is pretty much right now as we're recording. Yeah, it's dropping. Uh, on, on the Friday night. So they're doing weekly drops, though, I believe. So it'll be... We'll be able to flesh it out over the next six to eight weeks, however long um, it is between drinks. So, yeah, that's been really good. And it's been such a long enough time that we were like, oh, is this the bit where this happens? And you're like, oh, I forgot about that little little line and that little reference. So that's been pretty good fun. Um, I've also, as far as reading, I've been getting back into comics a little bit with the Age of Apocalypse series, trying to hype myself up for these figures of uh, what we just finished talking about. Um, reading that uh, comic run in its entirety, which is huge. And it's one of these storylines that jumps all over the place in terms of timelines and, and that sort of stuff. So that's been uh, that's been good to get back into that. Uh, but been getting really back into gaming, which is something I used to do an awful lot of, have not of late because, you know, I have a one-year-old in the house and responsibilities and stuff. Uh, back into the Batman game. I've got the... Um, Return to Arkham set that's got uh, basically Arkham 1 and 2. Uh, Arkham City was my game. That's one of the few games I've 100%ed in my life, all those bloody Riddler things. Um, And so delving back into that was a bit bit of fun. But then even just to today, as a bit of a a pre-surprise for Father's Day, Ali says, she goes, you on that Avengers game? I'm like, yeah. 
yeah, I do. And here you go. Here's the money. Go online. Go. Get, or she said, go down to JB's. I was like, bugger that. I'm going on the PlayStation store. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Purchased it. Done. Like, cool. Um, you enjoy whatever you're watching on TV. I'm just going to go to the room where the PlayStation is. You know when is. you said I could have the money to buy that game? I'm also cashing in my four-hour block of gaming <laughs> yeah. time that came with that. <laughs> yeah. So, look, I'm only only a couple of hours into that. And that is... Um, I, I got really frustrated with it early on because... There's a point where the, the map sort of opens up when you can pick... There's not just a linear story path. You can pick missions wherever. And I jumped to this one. Oh, I'll be the Hulk. I'll do this. What I failed to realize was about three levels above my, you know, experience points or whatever. And I'm like, why am I dying so much? I'm the Hulk, God damn it! They're just robots. Oh, oh, it says for level 11. I'm like level 8. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. so, yeah. So, lots of lots of grinding fun to, uh, to do there. I believe our good friend Sam Cripps has also been plugging away um, yeah, I saw some screen stuff. caps. So, yep. yeah, it looks gorgeous. Looks amazing, yeah. yeah. Very cool game. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Speaking of cool things, I've been watching the movie Power Project. Has anyone else seen that, Power Project? Oh, no, I've seen it pop up. It's got uh, Jamie Foxx and Jason Gordon-Levitt, and uh, the cool premise of the film is they take pills, like it's the new type, type um, you know, drug on the street. They take a pill, and they're in for like 11 seconds or something. They've got... Uh, fire, you know, they, they become a fireball yep. essentially right. and they run around and stuff. Uh, pretty cool movie. It, um, you know, have a few monster energy cans while watching it and things because <laughs> that sort of high octane film. A uh, lot of, um, yeah, I won't, I wouldn't, you know, say it's a, a fantastic film, but it's a fun popcorn movie, you know, to, if cool. you're uh, looking for something to watch. Uh, I have to watch The Boys again just to, <laughs> um, you know, hype me up. Another uh, TV series I've caught on to is Lovecraft Country. Uh, very cool. Uh, you know, the whole um, uh, Cthulhu, uh, you know, thing. and uh, But it's very like traditional story, traditional story for the first, let's say, uh, 45 minutes and then all of a sudden there's monsters or there's you know a haunted house mm. or uh, you know um, demons in the dark and things like that so very twisty and turny and um, I, I really enjoy it weekly episode um, a uh, podcast I discovered recently uh, called Toy Masters have you heard of this one Darren it was meant to be I a I believe this is um, what was going to be that uh, yes. documentary yes it was meant to podcast I haven't heard it yet, yeah but i've heard good things about it very it's, it was meant to be a uh, visual medium but uh, is this the one that's been around for almost like yes. six or seven yep. years yep. Yep. yeah that's the one yeah it was meant to be a visual me- medium uh unfortunately due to disagreements between the um pe- the crew essentially wow it never made it to a visual medium mm. so he's during covid he's decided right enough's enough i've got all this stuff why don't I put it into a podcast and wow. sort of we, you know, um, turn that corner of? Uh, well, it'd be getting old now, wouldn't it? Yeah, but however, that. right? It's it is getting old and a little bit of it is time stamped. However, the interviews between Roger Sweet and uh, Mark Taylor are priceless. Like you've okay. got him asking Roger Sweet. A question, yeah. right? He rebuts saying, no, 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 no. Mark Taylor did this, this, this. <laughs> then they go to Mark Taylor and said, right, Roger Sweet said this. What do you got to say oh, about that? So they've on. got him sort of talking I remember back that from back. the trailer. Yeah. That, and, that was a big part and of it, it. You can know everything you know about the origins of Master Universe, but it is absolutely fascinating hearing it from the people that worked on it. That, you know, right. that how... 
how and I, I you know hate to use this term but how money hungry Mattel were you know how corporate these businesses can be yeah. how much they can be like right let's get a creative crew to create something and make us money right as soon as that creation starts making money all of a sudden the create the um the executives think they they know what to do with this creative property mm. so they put start putting all these their two cents in and things like that well mark taylor famously i mean he really is only the first eight figures. He's sort of that wave yes, one yes. creator. He, he, he quit. He, um, he had enough because yeah. you know that, that that and that you've hit the nail on the head with what it must feel like to be a creator. It's your creation that's success, and now all of a sudden the corporates think we made that the success. It's, yeah. it, we know what we're doing. We know how to make this line, yeah. and and he he would despise things like yeah. no, not, and I love them, but don't get me wrong. But like Snout Spout, he'd go, what the hell were they yeah. thinking? Yeah. That makes yeah. no sense and it's not what my vision was. Yeah. So highly, highly recommend five episode series. There is a sixth episode as well. The sixth one is terrible audio quality. So I kind of didn't bother listening to that because it's just almost, um, why did you even bother? Mm. But uh, now five part episode. They gave, even interview Lou Scheimer, his daughter, everyone. They um, get on the guys from the Power Tour and things uh, interview uh, talk about people that didn't want to be on the interview they're very, very straight laced like if they say that someone was um, rude and things they, they'll, they'll tell you in the podcast this yeah, this person right. wasn't on this because of these reasons you're like wow that's you know <laughs> so pretty very cool highly recommended um, and of course I've, I've now because it's dropped on Netflix I have watched season one and two of Cobra Kai and I have to say you know we talked about Watchmen a little while ago I've been a massive um, fan of uh, Doctor Sleep, the um, the sequel to uh, yes. The Shining and mm. things. You know, things that have done so well. Cobra Kai hits that level of uh, things that have done so well. I know Agreed. that um, they had that other movie with uh, the son of... Um, oh, yes. Uh, just, yeah, it was just Karate it was just Kid. Whatever. Karate it, you kid, know, yeah. that, yeah, that is Wilson just so, mm. you know, average. But they've got yeah. Daniel's son reprising his role they've got the cobra kai johnny coming yep. back they've got other characters that i won't say on yeah. air uh you know um but i oh, it's Highly just so fantastic i haven't seen karate kid for 20 years and still they um drip fed me enough of the original yeah. film and reminders and everything for me to just like yep i remember that part oh wow i can't believe they brought that back and mm. you know just little fleeting things and you think even season two, you think, oh, this is going to go this way, but then they throw you some real curveballs and it's like, wow, this is just... I loved it. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Can't recommend it highly enough. Nice. And season three is... I cannot... Confirmed. Yeah, and they yeah. definitely said uh, they leave a cliffhanger at the end of season two and uh, then they quickly show up on screen. Season three will, uh, you know, is in, in the, in the, is, uh, in the process of being done. So, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, in fact, nice. it is done... Um... It's in the can. We're just waiting for him to to release it. Fantastic! Cool. Yeah. So I've been watching The Boys season one. Big shock there. Um, no one saw that coming. Mm. Uh, rewatching that in the um, lead up to season two. I've also been rewatching Titans season one. Mm-hmm. So mm. um, the live action. Titans. Is, there, is there a new season coming soon? Don't know. Just felt like watching it again. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um. I'll watch season two after I finish that. Um, as well, so I've I've been doing that, and um, yeah, really enjoying it. Very good, cool. 
Well, I didn't experience it. Maybe some people haven't done in a while, and that is go to the cinema. What? What's for, that? Yeah, that big space that <laughs> is empty. Oh, <laughs> there's no one there. <laughs> there, pretty much. Um, no, but it was always something I was going to do because I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Oh, yes, yeah. and the Tenet, Tenet yeah. came out. Mm. Um, oh, I saw. I read one fantastic review. He does. If you've heard, it's not Hans Zimmer that does this. I'm, I'm not sure who it is, but the soundtrack. But they call it the, I don't know, the booms or the sort of sound that okay. comes in. It's the massive Dolby, on Tenet. Dolby thing? No, it's no. just like, so in Tenet, in Tenet uh, I think it's a thing in all Christopher Nolan films, there's just this one note that's played like really loudly. And in Tenet, it's just like... And it's like, it, it adds a lot. And I'm not doing it right. You almost need to cut in <laughs> from the trailer the sound. Oh, no, so I'm, people... just, I'm going to capture that sound. Yeah. And that's going to be my new ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what they do, they, they're like you know, something dramatic happens and you get a and then, you know, this massive action sequence and you get another and then they're just like driving a speedboat and you get a it's like, it's just like a random scene that shouldn't be it's not tension in any way there's no tension required for it and they put in the tension set (laughs) but I, I didn't quite know what to make of this film I love so many aspects of it and then so many aspects of it were so confusing and hard to follow um and and they they were saying is this going to be the film that saves cinema pretty much no oh, so yeah, pretty much no you were, you were uh, pumped for that oh look no, look it's it's a it's a, it's a great v- ones, bill and ted and what stallions to save cinema yeah maybe, yeah, maybe that's maybe bill, that's what bill it and ted leaked a little bit <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> no look and and it's it, it's a it's a wonderful film some great performances I, one thing i'll say to you darren um, Robert Pattinson does a fan. He was my standout in this fantastic job, so I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the Batman um, film. Well, that sounds promising. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed him. A lot him. of people have been very unhappy about. Well, I think Watch Ten and, and I, uh, you, yeah, you get a. It's a different character what he would play in Bruce Wayne and of Batman, course. but um, but this is it's really what I would sum this up as, and I'll close on this. But basically, mm-hmm. it's Christopher Nolan's version of a Bond film. Okay. okay, that's what it is. Right. It's, it's a Bond film. It's got all the sleek and the cool of a Bond film, but with all the Christopher Nolan wackiness and weirdness. And I will say, I pretty much there's one sequence in this I just didn't understand, and I probably I read it after. I'm like, oh, I don't think I still get that. Mm. But everything else, all the twists, I predicted. Yeah, predict them all. It's a bit upsetting when you do that, and you go, oh yeah, he's the secret bad guy, yep. or he's yeah. Mm. Okay. And, and maybe that's just my affinity with having written you a time travel well. story yeah. um, and having seen pretty much every time travel TV show or movie that ever has been made. You can kind of pick it. Um, the other thing I've been watching that I love, and I know Ben put me onto this one, it's a Netflix show called High Score. Yes. yes. So good. Yeah. Okay. So good. Documentary on the yep. video games and, and goes back and it interviews, like so it goes back and it, like, you know, Atari. This is what Atari did, and this is what Pong was, and this is what these guys did, and this is the first time they modded the, you know, the arcade machines, and they got sued for putting in these mod chips. Yeah. Fascinating history. But the one thing it does that is brilliant beyond compare is it brings back those Nintendo champions, right? So from like, you know, 1990, the world... Yeah, well, I'm I'm not up for that, but yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) They go back and they go, this is the world... Nintendo championships yeah. and it shows the story of the guy or the girl or the you know dude yeah. playing their Tetris and, wow. and and then their journey and how they got there fascinating like one was this kid 
And what what they did is basically you play the championship and you go to the different stages. And they put in a cartridge which is spe- specially designed for the world championships. And in and it was started off with Mario Brothers, right? And, and collecting coins. You're collecting coins. You had to collect fifty coins. And once you got the fifty coins, it would shoot you off into another game, right? Mm. And it would it would end in Tetris, right? So what this guy worked out, just kid, eleven year old kid playing these games in the tournament, is that what you wanted to do was you wanted to get through Mario as quickly as you could, so you could get to Tetris where the point multiplier was higher. So what he was doing is he was going into Mario, you know, hitting the block that gives you like 10 coins or whatever, mm. and then jumping off a cliff and dying because when he respawned, he'd come in and be able to get ding, coins ding. straight away a lot Again. quicker yeah. and move on. Because he's got three lives. He's got, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. He, he worked like, and that's just genius <laughs> that he'd worked out the parameters yeah. of how the point system was working. And, and, and he's like, I got to get to Tetris as quick as I can. And that's where I'm going to win this thing. Just wow. So you get those little insights. Um, fascinating. So, just just highly recommend. I think I've only seen two episodes of it. How um, many episodes are there? Oh, there's only about six or so. Yeah, yeah it's not it's not a huge series, but it 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 sucks you in hard. Like it's really cool, and it's nicely animated. Like they'll go that they were telling the story of, you know, like back in the day, right? If you got stuck on a game, what did you do? Just keep on trying. Like, or no. there's no, there's no internet. There's no internet looking for cheats or whatever. Like, you there, would ring there, a hotline. There was a hotline. Oh, of course. And, yeah. that, and the that magazines was, and stuff. Well, yeah. So yes. th- before magazines, yeah, there was a period where if you needed help, you rang up, and they had this, <laughs> they had this whole room of like gaming experts that would answer <laughs> your call. And then, yeah, sure, they did the magazines, and that became another thing. Um, but you know, they they'd explain the story of this kid that was seventeen, just coming out of high school, wanting to get a job, and he gets this job at as a as a whatever they call them, you know, help desk, tech, tech, or something. you know, yeah. tech support kind of thing, helping kids, tech support for video. Yeah, tech, I know it's so crazy. Like because, to think about the way they sold it is if they got stuck, they wouldn't want to keep playing the game. Therefore, they don't buy a new game. They don't buy another game, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you get stuck and you've got an option to help you to continue getting, because I think back. On Super Metroid, how the hell is was anyone to know that you hit a little bl- brick to go up to the next level, like mm. without a walkthrough or something? Yep. It's near yeah. impossible. It's a, it's an act of chance yeah. that you mm. see that. Yeah. Um, but but they'll do that, so they'll explain the story, but they'll animate it like in eight bit. <laughs> so you know oh, cool. it shows. You know it show, and then with the courtroom battle, it, you know it shows the judge slamming down his hammer, but like. Like he's a superhero, so his legs are flying into the air and everyone in the crowd's cheering. But in that beautiful ape, so it's really nicely, beautiful stories, but beautifully animated as well. So highly recommend. High score. High score. Gonna, well, I'm going to add it to my watch yeah, list. Yeah, add it to your watch list. Net, not, but I'll add it there knowing that it's there. All right. Now, we're going to move on to our final topic. And I think we've got about 10 minutes to get through this one. Have you devised an intro theme song for this yet, Frank? Uh, no, but I will edit it in here. Okay. <laughs> what do I want to Would do? Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise, yeah. <laughs> and that's 10 minutes up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this you is... Enjoy that segment, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start... Frank, we're going to start with you. This sure. is Would You Rather. Yep. And you've played this before. I yeah, haven't. I basically just sort of come up with this almost on the fly. We were just sort of, you know, 10 minutes short on one episode. And I just went, oh, let's try this. So essentially the idea is uh, you would go with 
two options, option A, option B, and in our case, we're talking about toys. So you would say, you can have this or you can have this. Now, you don't get both. There is no fence sitting. Yep. So if you go with option A, you can never own option B. Yeah, I can't ever. wait. I can't wait for right? this. So this is... Oh, uh, yeah. So we go around the room and you can sort of talk through your, your, your logic. Um, so I'm going to start with a, a rather big one, quite literally. Would you rather the HasLab's Unicron mm-hmm. or the HasLab Sentinel, knowing full well that you can never own the option you do not pick? I'm going to go with the Unicron. Yeah. Sentinel is beautiful and I love it, but there's just something about Unicron from the movie. I love that movie so much, that 1986 Transformers movie. And just the Unicron I've got in my collection currently just isn't doing it for me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so I'd take, I reckon I'd take Unicron pretty easily. Mm. Okay. I yeah. really love the Sentinel, but I have two Marvel Legends in my whole collection <laughs> and they are the big 9-inch version, 10-inch yeah 12-inch Wolverine and uh, Deadpool so they wouldn't really scale in very well (laughs) so and I do have quite a few G1 Transformers so I think that'll look pretty sick uh, the uh, Unicron with that I did have the Armada or um, Unicron is it the weird coloured one that's a very generic orangey yeah they did an orangey one and then there's like a it's like the first release black and purple it was just it was like the first release and had that for a while and I'm like you know what I'm selling off my movie G1 Transformers this has got to go as well well. Uh, yeah so um, Unicron Unicron have to be the one Darren yeah I reckon Unicron based on Uh, the love of the 1986 film to go with all your other Transformers you don't have Jazz, he's got, got a, Jazz. I've got, a, I've got a few friends. <laughs> you got you got your dead yeah, Jazz, don't you? <laughs> jazz, he's the one who's in two pieces, right? <laughs> no, I have more than Jazz. I have, um, I, I have um, Hot Rod. I have Optimus Prime. I have Galvatron. I have Skywarp. I have okay, Jumpstar. okay, cool. I have um, <laughs> stop, stop. You that started was not him. The, you, I know, yeah. it's my fault. I'm sorry, sorry, everyone. Photographic toy memory. We only had he ten won't. minutes, right? <laughs> um, look for me. Uh, I've actually got the Unicron on order, and to date, I have not ordered the Sentinel, uh, which you would think Sentinel. kind of answers the question. But honestly, in terms of scale, the Unicron is never going to be the scale. It's it's literally impossible when you think no. about the movie. If you're yes. using that as your point of reference, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, whereas the Sentinel is in yeah. scale, right? You can literally hold a, a Wolverine figure in its hand. It's that big. And I think recently they've even just unlocked a, a fourth uh, bonus tier of the, the Tri-Sentinel heads and stuff. And you're like, oh, it just keeps getting better. Many faces style. Yeah. It spins apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Unicron. I'm probably not going to go to the Sentinel. But if I had my time again, I'd probably yeah. switch to the Sentinel. Yep. To be yeah, fair. cool. Fair call. So, it's a beautiful figure. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. So, how are we doing this? Because I know we each had a yeah, couple. Yeah. Let's, of... let's go around the room and see how we well, are. Right, we'll, get, time. we'll probably get one each. I yeah. Reckon. Yep. Yeah. I reckon we we'll yep. have time for one each. I, I look. I'll do mine next. This is a line. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this is a line, and there's. It's it, it's a future line. So you one of them in particular. So mm. you got two choices. They're both turtles related. Mm. Are you going to choose? Would you rather? Let me get this right. Would you rather? The Super 7 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy line or the NECA Fred Wolf cartoon line? 
All right, I'll start. That's an easy Super 7 for me. If you were going to go the movie line, yep. I'd be really torn because the, the movie is just as iconic as the toys for, for mine. But uh, the cartoon line, they look great. I've got most of them. Uh, but if I had to sell that in order to have the complete, you know, Super 7 doing all those uh, old school figures in, in the Ultimate style, Super 7 every yeah. day. I'd have to, um, you know, yeah, mirror that answer. Definitely. Shredder. Yeah, no. Fred def- Wolf Shredder. Yeah, but Fred, bloody Super 7, um, you know, toy version uh, Shredder. Like, hands down. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I, for me, and the reason I go for that is because the uh, Fred Wolf neck of uh, toys, I can cherry pick right i'm not gonna i didn't get april i'm regretting it but after this sort of conversation maybe you know it was just a, <laughs> maybe it's just a part of the oh you know everyone else has got one i don't you know scenario mm-hmm. um but like you know I, I don't need to get metal metalhead i don't need yep. to get the triceratons yeah. and things whereas a toy version of super seven triceraton i think that'd look freaking oh, awesome yeah. Yeah. you know some of the, and just that just that because it looks like the toy yep. you know and that that to me is much more iconic you know, I, I do love my Fred Wolf Shredder, but there's been other versions of Fred Wolf Shredder, you know, statues and things like that. You know, I could live where I, I, I think as a line, as a line in total. Yep. You know, yeah. Sure. Darren, what are your thoughts? It's a tough one, but I reckon based on what we think each line is going to be, and I say think because they're both in fairly early phase stages, especially the Super 7 one, I'm going to lock in Super 7. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting one for me because when Super Seven announced what they were doing, this is before we saw any pictures. Mm. I've got well, I've got I've got all the toys. Well, it's the Master of the Universe Origins argument all over again, isn't it? It is a bit. No, it, I think it feels that, like classics at the stage. It's more like classics. We, yeah, yeah, but I mean, at that stage before we saw pictures, we, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't yeah. know. We we could assume yeah, right yeah, what right. they would look like, but we'd we'd seen what NECA were doing. We know the quality of NECA. We'd seen the turtles, we'd seen the foot soldier, Shredder, all that stuff. I was like, well, it's a no-brainer. It's mm-hmm. a cartoon line for me. Now that I've seen what Super 7 is doing, and as much as I love the Fred Wolf cartoon, it only rings true for a handful of characters. Correct. We get to Metalhead, you get to Triceratons, to, to Ben's point, to your point, Frank. The connection's not there. Mm. The toy is the connection. And it's interesting that now that I've seen what Super 7 are doing and how well they are doing it quality of the plastic the sculpting it's all four horsemen the interchangeable parts the fact they've done the weapons on the rack and then the <laughs> alternate ones it, to me it's just gone super seven like easily and i think this conversation here is a really interesting insight into how it's shifted maybe for me and and yeah. and how good super seven has nailed what they're doing mm, so it's yep. a four out of four for that one yeah absolutely <laughs> all right i'm gonna keep on tonight's topic and choose one of mine that i've got here so would you rather have enough money to put your collection behind a nice glass cabinets right mm. not not i'm not just talking to tolfs i'm talking <laughs> like bigger yep, bigger yep. glass cabinets or would you rather um, have another room for your collection to be showcased in? <laughs> another room. Another room. <laughs> hands down. Glass looks amazing and it takes away the dusting and it gives it a, a high-end quality look. Mm. Um, we've seen some... some Scotty the Toy Hunter's got a lot of glass in his collection. Glass, glass doors. It looks beautiful. But I need that extra room so badly. Um, 
So I'd, I'd go room. Easy. Easy. I'm struggling with this one because, uh, as we sort of talked about earlier, I'm, I'm at a point where I've got a couple of empty shelves and, and not a lot of toys to put on them. So, uh, yeah, I, look, I would probably go the glass. To me, uh, a bigger room, I, I would hate to let, for argument's sake, if we were to make this a, a you know, extend this room out, then all of a sudden there's this blank wall for me to deal with and that's that's more expense and and then I would feel that real pressure to buy a, just a wave of stuff I don't really care about because there's, you know, there's blank space to deal with. So I would go behind glass. I would want I have I had a vision for this a while ago of literally just floor to ceiling and it's all glass. I don't yep. want big bits of, of, of wood or whatever getting in the way all glass you have the tiny frame that supports it sliding you know lockable all that sort of stuff that's i would go cool. glass. yeah so i'm gonna go another room which probably surprises no one <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it just yeah it, it opens up the possibilities in ways that yeah that would be awesome cool cool i'm gonna go glass yeah. i'm i'm seeing my collection as like it's getting to the pointy end where i don't Feel I'm going to add a whole nother line yep. to it. Mm. I, j- I think this is where I'm at for f- almost forever, you know. And I sort yeah. of want to uh, want to capture that in a nice, you know, and preservation. As good as yeah. possible. Yeah. Yep. So I, even though my kids are old enough now, they know not to touch the toys, and they don't, and mm. they respect it. I think uh, behind glass would look pretty mint. So yes. nice. yeah. would be good, good calls, everyone. I think you know, there's strong cases to be mounted for either. Mm. Uh, Darren, you got a question for us? I have. Um, and it straight back to a vintage line that's near and dear to all our hearts. Um, so the choice is big vintage TMNT, Technodrome, or Silver Playset. Oh, knowing you can never own the other one. That's the yeah, kicker. Yeah, um, and... It's really hard, that one. Yeah. I know it is. I'm, I'm going to go out first, Technodrome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a villains, and I I just love the Technodrome. I think it's so unique to mm. you know playset to any other playset ever released. So I'm gonna go Technodrome. It's a playset and it's a vehicle. Mm. It's got so many play features, but closed up, it it looks beautiful. It stands out. It stands out. It's iconic. It's it's crisp and it's clean. The, 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 the sewer playset, as much as, and fun as it is to play with and have characters in there, it just doesn't have the same substance, I feel. It's just a lot of... There's a lot of... It's almost like someone got two cardboard boxes and stuck them together. <laughs> you know, like, you could almost... Who, you know what I mean? Like, whoever, you could almost... Whoever has their sewer playset facing the other way around. Well, you can't. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, It's that one angle. But, they, but they've got images on that... On the back. On the back yeah. that no one ever sees. They've got little steps that you're meant to put there and, like, yeah. you know, no one ever puts them there, so... Yeah, to me, the other one's more... The Technodrome's more complete uh, as a... 100%. As a yeah, agree. Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I'm trying to mount a Is case... Is nostalgia for, for kicking the... in a little bit? Did you have both or uh, one or uh, no as a kid i didn't have either right. i acquired the technodrome first so i'm probably leaning towards that and and to your point about you know there's only it's two boxes side by side i i was a little underwhelmed when i finally did get yeah the the sewer play yeah. set um in hand um 
Yeah, no, I'm gonna to have to go Technodrome as well. I think. <laughs> did Did I ever tell you? I'm probably. I think I've told. Yeah, this story. I love this story. I'm walking <laughs> walking down Adelaide, and I think it was Harley Street. Street or whatever. And this guy is just carrying the Technodrome, <laughs> like like on his chest, and he's just like you know, on like, cloud nine, yeah, right? Yeah, Smile like, you. like not walking, just floating. He's <laughs> just so excited. And he's just waiting for someone to notice and know what it is and stop him in the street and say, you know, because this is, this is 10 years ago or something. Yeah. This is like modern times. And I was that guy that stopped him <laughs> and said, where did that come from? That is so cool. Like, yeah. So pretty cool story. Darren, where do you land on this? Tough one for me. Um, and that's why I thought I shared the pain with all of you. Um, <laughs> because I actually had this little place that as a kid, um, still do have, my childhood still place it, so I have a lot of nostalgia for it. Uh, I do actually think the Technodrome is probably probably tops it from a design point of view. As much as I have the rose coloured tinted glasses for the Technodrome, I just think Playmates were, were hitting their A game, particularly with playsets around that time and, and that. So, so um, but yeah, I love them both. Yeah. Did you I pick think, one? You know, Techno- <laughs> Sorry. You were doing it. Sorry. Uh. He was getting there. He was getting there. Technodrome. Okay, Technodrome tastes clean sweep. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the sewer play set now. It's tough. These are oh, no, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it is be- like there's that fire hydrant with a little periscope and, yeah. and that little yellow thing that nobody knows what yeah, the well, who that? What is that? <laughs> no, it, look, it, it is still a very nice place. It, so it that, is. That and is having it. the street level was really cool. I used to re, um, put the, some of the figures on top of there and try and recapture some of those video game scenes that we were yeah. talking about before, you know, from the from the arcade level when they were above the street and, and then below on the sewer. So, yeah, a lot of nostalgia for, for both. But, mm. yeah, the Technodrome from a design point of view, I think, is... Yeah, they've just hit it out at the park. Beautiful. Can I just throw one last quick one out? Yeah, fire away. I know we're sort of tight for time, but this is not necessarily toy related, but in the same sort of space. Would you rather... Now, you have to have, out of this, you will have a permanent sidekick who is with you for the rest of your days, (laughs) right? And you can only pick between these two characters. What do you mean? Can't get rid of them? Can't get rid of them? They're They're, always there. They're always there. It's like Orko and Snarf or something. (laughs) You're 50% right. <laughs> oh, no. Would you rather be forever joined at the hip to Orko or Jar Jar Binks? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just evil. <laughs> I, I, I'd have to pick Orko because Jar Jar is just intolerable. He's yeah, intolerable. I can't. But see, Jar Jar can be the punching bag. And the funny thing is with Jar Jar, when he fails, he fails up. You think about all those stormtroopers he managed, or clone That's troopers true. he manages to accidentally shoot because he's bumbling. Orko will turn your head into a flower pot, <laughs> will throw water at you. Hey, Orko, you got magic. Do something cool. Nah, he stuffs it up. Cream pie in the face. Like, nah. It's got to be Jar Jar for me. Se- uh, second movie Jar Jar, where he's a bit more mature. Yeah, because at that point they'd written him out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But does Orko disappear from time to time? I feel like Jar Jar would always. Yeah. Be there. He's not in every episode. No. And he's got to clean his room quite often. <laughs> yeah, you, Do know. you know when they're in the Wind Raider and he man's like, you know, man at arms like, Orko, did you clean your room? And he just kind of disappears and he's gone. <laughs> I feel like you'd get more disappearing time. You'd get a bit of a lot. You might be able to visit the toilet on your own with Orko. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, he, he can just appear at any time. <laughs> at, at the, most, the worst possible moment. All right? <laughs> at least you get some downtime from it. Can you imagine Jar Jar in your ear all day, every day. 
Yeah, you'd, st- you'd start talking like him eventually. You, you would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd drive me crazy. Um, anyway, just thought I'd put I that one like out there. Orco. Orco. <laughs> Darren, before you actually raise that one, Darren actually wished to have Orko as his sidekick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew so. that. Yeah. It was, that, that. That was one of the times he cut his cake, you know, like before it, the knife hit the bottom of the cake. You know? <laughs> I, think be, uh, I think I'd be uh, wishing for a sword of power before I would be wishing for an orca. You're cutting the cake with a sword of power, wishing yeah. for orca. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. All right, now we can wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you for that. That was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that one. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power and to all our patrons on the Discord. Thank you for your contribution. Always a lot of fun. Um, Take care out there, everyone. Stay safe, and we hope to see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.